Hey, heart seekers, welcome to the Hearts Hello Show, where we believe that our hearts are the foundation of our well being and happiness. I am your host, Kiana Talena. In today's episode, we are going to dive into the art of decision making and discuss how decision making can be compared to running simulations in our mind. You know, this episode came about is because I was having a (laughs) what kind of started out as a funny conversation with a great friend of mine. And we were just talking about how, you know, sometimes in life we make decisions in the moment that have lifelong impact. And we were comparing it to ways where, you know, if you're driving in your car, it will give you, uh, it will tell you police up ahead or traffic up ahead, pothole, um, you know, different things needing to be able to make a detour, whatever the directions are, is giving you a warning as to what's getting ready to be in front of you before you get there. And then as we're still kind of laughing and joking, I said, um, you know, it's like, running a simulation and the simulation failed. That was a pivotal moment in the conversation because it's so true, y'all. We run these simulations and we're seeing all of these fails pop up, but we still proceed. Can you imagine if a pilot who has failed every simulation, has been given his pilot's license to pilot an airplane. It wouldn't go well. The whole point of the simulation is to see how you could potentially react to or deal with certain things as you're up in the air. And we take those for granted. We take our intuition for granted. The Some people call it the intuition, their spidey sense, the gut feeling, the Holy Spirit, whatever it is that you want to call it. But we have these things here down on the inside of us to be able to protect us. And we run these simulations and it will pop up, test fail, and we will still proceed. So I did a bit of research just to kind of see what other industries use simulation in their everyday before they, you know, give people a license to practice, a license to pilot. And another great industry that I'm glad they do simulations is going to be healthcare. The simulations that they use contribute to a decrease, a 70 percent decrease in medical errors. Can you imagine if these simulations did not take place? They're uh, simulating surgeries and things like that. Again, we already talked about the aviation space. So it improves the safety and the 40% reduction in accidents are attributed just to simulator-based training. When they send the spaceships up into the air, there is... (laughs) some planning that takes place. And it's through simulations, y'all. When you're thinking about um, the military, they simulate. Engineers, when they're building these highways and bridges and buildings, there are simulations that take place. Can you imagine 
them putting together a bridge and not having run the simulation of, well, what would happen if these number of cars cross this bridge every day? Or uh, if a strong wind were to come across, what would happen? So the simulations are there to protect us. And another industry is weather forecasting. They simulate, although it's a 50% chance that uh, it's going to rain, but there is some sort of simulation that takes place. So why don't we simulate in our lives or do we? And then when we get the test results, we ignore the results and still move forward. And then we try to figure out how did I get here? Well, the test popped up and said simulation failed. And and granted, I'm hand raised. There have been several simulations that I have failed and still move forward. But what I want to know is why? Why is it that I would still move forward knowing what could potentially happen on the other end? Well, Sometimes it could just be the level of comfortability. It could be the fact that we ch- we choose to not see what we saw. And so you'll see people that talk about, oh, and in, in getting into relationships. Oh, well, I saw the red flag, but you kind of colored it light pink. But the flag was red. And so when you're on the other side of the relationship. And then you're saying, well, the heck, I knew that they was going to do that. Why? Because you had already run the simulation. You had already seen what was going to happen. And so how do we prevent ourselves from, you know, making decisions in our lives after running these simulations? And so granted, You know, sometimes they'll run simulations thousands of times until they get it right. And in life, we don't always have thousands of times to get it right. But what we do have is the opportunity to not make a decision right then and there if we're unsure. Again, we have this this intuition or I'm going to call it the Holy Spirit for me that will give me the unction to know I shouldn't do that. Or maybe if I do that, move with caution to do it this way and see what will happen before I make a long term decision that's going to cause me years of anguish and pain. Now, I know I'm not the only one with my hand raised, and I'm sure that you're thinking that there are some things in your life that in the moment you didn't think that it was going to end up like this. But now that it has ended up like this, you're like, you know what? I saw those flags. (laughs) Like, I know I should not have done that, but I still moved forward. And it's okay. It's okay for us to go back and look at the lessons through life and figure out what went wrong so that we can now move forward with caution or to have a a little bit more information as we continue to progress through life. You know, this this podcast is called The Heart's Hello. And so I want you to be able to tap into your heart center 
And in order for you to tap into your heart center, you have to believe what you see. And so sometimes, again, you're going to have to say that that flag that's waving is not pink, it's red. To save yourself some of the long term effects that it could potentially have. Again, I'm, I didn't always get it right. And I know that there are going to be some areas in which I miss it, but I want to share with you all some practical ways that we can potentially use these simulations that major industries use to protect their brand, to protect their bottom line, to protect us. Can you imagine a pilot that gets up there who's never gone through a, a simulation saying that, oh, he's going to pilot the plane today? What? Without having gone through what could potentially happen? If a storm arises, how's he going to successfully land this plane if he's never gone through any type of simulation? So for us, we're not up there. We're not flying a plane, but our lives are important. Our families are important. The people that are attached to us are important. And so we have to make these decisions sometimes in a split moment. But most of the time we have some we have a little bit of wiggle room before we respond to or before we move forward in making a final decision. And so I just want to kind of go through, here are some potential steps that, that we can use to help us make better decisions in life. And so before you make a decision or before we make decisions, we need to set some clear goals. What exactly is it that we're trying to do? If it's in a relationship, what exactly is it that you would like for this person to be? Who? What are some of the characteristics that you would like out of a person that you're bringing into your life? If it's a job, what type of job would you like to have? Do you see yourself there for um, five years, 10 years? Do you see yourself growing? If it's a business, who are you helping? Where do you see your business in five years? So we have to set some clear goals. This is going to help us in our simulation that we're going to do in our mind because we have a clear goal set. Our objectives are set. So when we sit down to make our decision, we know exactly what we're going to do. In those clear goals, sometimes we're going to have to gather some information. Gather as much information as you need in order to make a educated decision. That's it. You don't have to uh, spend thousands of hours gathering data, but at least gather some information that's going to help you. Come up with some alternatives. Come up with some different ways that if this were to happen, what next? different scenarios, y'all. Then visualize the scenario. Close your eyes. Does this work for you? 
You now have the goals. You have the data. You have some alternatives. See yourself going through it. What could potentially be the consequence? How might this play out? Again, we're taking our lives through a simulation. I talked about what are the potential consequences. If I do X, then Y happens. (laughs) What does that look like? Think about both the short-term and the long-term impacts. Again, I said it earlier, listen to your intuition. Pay attention to your gut feelings. Your instincts are going to provide you some valuable insight that's going to be hard to quantify, y'all. And sometimes you just have to embrace the uncertainty. There are going to be factors that you could have never predicted. And so although we've set the goal, although we've gathered some data, and again, we're not going out here blindly because we have done some of the work, but sometimes you just have to step out on faith and embrace the uncertainty and be flexible in your thinking. And do not, do not overthink it. Again, I can think back to when I was taking the, the, um, the test to be a loan officer. And there are going to be scenarios that they would give you in this test. And so, y'all, I didn't pass the test the first time. I didn't pass it the second time. I passed this test on the third go round. And it was because I was overthinking the answers. See, for me, I'm very, if (laughs) I can read it, I can read your question. But I'm going to come up with my own potential answer to it, even though I see the answers on paper. So I'm going to go down this whole rabbit hole of, well, what if? And I had to realize that the answer is on the paper and all of the information that I need in order to make the best decision and answering the question is there. So in the scenarios that they give you, I can only answer the question based off of what I am reading. And it didn't take me. It took me until my third go round for this test to realize that I'm overthinking. I know the information. I have it down pat. Why was I failing the test? Because I was putting into the scenario what was not there. So if it asked me, well, you know, um, the husband and wife are purchasing a home and the wife gets hospitalized and the husband is now going to sign on her behalf. So here I go. Well, did he put her there? Uh Uh-uh. See, did she really want to purchase this house? Because I think he's trying to buy the house and then kill her off. All of this stuff goes through my mind, y'all. I promise you. But I had to read the question and answer it based on the information that I was given. So do not overthink and set a time limit for how long you're going to sit and think about it. After the time limit is up, make your decision. And this will help you to prevent from getting stuck. Consult with other people, have conversations about what you're potentially going to do. And this does not mean just a random person that you don't know. I'm talking about your trusted friends and mentors and experts 
who can offer you a different perspective and to help you really refine this mental simulation that you're going through. We talked about the goals and all of those things, but I also need you to prioritize. You're going to have to take those goals and those values and those priorities and figure out the best way to prioritize which one comes first. Who's on first? What do you need to do first? Choose the one that best aligns with the objectives that you're trying to um, the objective that you're trying to reach. Then you want to go, you're going to take action. You know, once you've made the decision through your mental simulation, you've gone through your full list, right? You've had your conversations with people. Take action promptly, y'all. Procrastination can lead to inaction. I'll say that again. Your procrastination can lead to inaction. And then after you've made your action or you're in the process of making your action, constantly assess what's going on in the world around you. I'm sure that just because a pilot um, has gone through and he's now licensed, that he doesn't ever come back and sit in a simulation chair again. I'm sure he does. Medical doctors, engineers, all of these individuals have to come back and do new simulations because new things are constantly arising. The real world has outcomes. So we have to be able to adapt to what's going on around us and make some course corrections if needed. And then the last thing I want you all to do is reflect. How did the situation play out? What have you learned? And use this feedback to improve your decision making for future simulations. So, y'all, I know I went through uh, this rather quickly. But I want you to know that the decisions that you make are important. But I also want you to know that you don't have to be stuck in the what if. Well, if this doesn't work out, what will happen? If you go through those lists of items that I just gave you, you've done the best work that you could do. You've done everything possible for your simulation. And even if something were to happen while you're running through, that you have enough information to detour. Remember in ways it'll say if traffic is up ahead, um, Detour up ahead. Sometimes you have to make a detour. And it will still get you to where you want to go, but it may have to take you around some traffic. It may have to take you an alternative route. But trust the process. Trust that you have all of the information that is needed in order for you to make the best decision that you can make in that moment. But don't make decisions without thinking about what will potentially happen. Because one decision could potentially cost you years of anguish. It could potentially cost you someone else. Someone else's life may be in your hands. 
And so I'm excited, you all, because we we're going through this journey together in life. Again, it's all about this journey. And if we have the information, we can apply. We can tweak it. Or you choose not to use any of it. (laughs) And then that's your that's your decision. That's what you chose to do. But hopefully you have gotten something from the information that I've shared with you today. And let me know how your simulation works out. You can follow me at The Hearts Hello. Uh, You can go to the website, which is www.theheartshello.com. Let me know how your simulations are working out. Let me know how your new beginnings are coming. All of the episodes that have come before this is preparing you for where you're getting ready to go. So make sure you go back and listen to them. I gave you all some affirmations, a a episode before this one. Go back and listen to it. All of this is a part of our journey. And so I just want to thank you for joining me on this adventure, the Hearts Hello Show, where together we're going to embrace vulnerability, learn from each other, and spread love one heartfelt hello at a time.